right, so we're holding in pack mem gimel. Pasuk Yud Aleph. Um, before we go back, really we did Yud Aleph last week, but I want to continue about that and go to Pasuk Yud Beis and Yud Gimel. Um, Yud Beis, at least. I just wanted to comment one thing. We've been looking a lot at Omois Perek Zion. And I noticed um, something that we didn't notice before, which is in the beginning of the Perek, where Omois is shown three visions of destruction. And the first one is the uh, Goivai, grasshoppers. Locust. And Pasuk Bey says, Pasuk Pasuk Bey says that the Goivai was Kilo Le'echolas Esev Ha'aretz. When the Goivai was Kilo Le'echolas Esev Ha'aretz, Amri said, Slachno Miyokum Yaakov Kikotoin Hu. So when it was Kilo Le'echol, and Perak Mem Gimel, Perak we're learning down, Perak Mem Gimel, Pasuk Bey talks about the fact that the Rav was covered and there was Kilo Le'echol. So we have the same expression of Kilo Le'echol. And um, there's the Kotoin Binyamin, who Yaakov is afraid that he ratted him as Sevosi if something happens to him. And there in Amos, it was Kilo Lechel, and Amos is interceding that Chadal no Miyokum Yaakov, Yaakov can't survive this. Okay, just notice that. Say the, okay, so another few words on the Mincha that we started discussing last week. So last week we talked about the fact that the Mincha obviously brings us back to the Gemalim Noisim Nechois Tzivalait. And this Mincha, besides Nechois Tzivalait, also adds Tavash Botnam and Shkedim, which Shalom pointed something out. We'll get back to that. But so this Mincha brings us back to the first time that there were the same ingredients. And that's when they saw the Gemalim Noisim Nechois Tzivalait. Then, in that instance, they sat down to eat Lechem without Yosef, who was in the Bar of Eimboi Mayim. And this time, they're going to eat Lechem with Yosef, and that's very interesting, that's very surprising that they're going to eat Lechem and base Yosef together with Yosef. And, um, and as we discussed, the Mincha is undoing what happened at the last Mincha, where they lost their ability to see and all that. Okay, that's what we discussed last week, but I want to now get back to the, some other points. So firstly, as Shalom Daron pointed out, Shkoyach, so the additions here are edibles. So the originally, when the Gemala Menais and the Chais Trivalait, and these are the same constituents, plus Dvash, Butnim, and Shkedim, which are edible items. So the fact that this Mincha is going to, so this is foreshadowing the fact that the Mincha is going to be, enable them, or it's going to be in the place where they're going to eat with Yosef in the bias. So there's going to be a special Achila, unique achila that they could eat with the king and um, they're bringing foods okay now let's think about if we think about the ingredients okay so let's first talk about devash 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 appears in the mizmor payalif which is about yosef but say say last with time the one we said this morning and it ends with um, So what it's saying is that we don't need the food of Mitzrayim um, 
We can open our mouths wide, and Hashem will fill our mouths. Um, and don't feed, this is as we discussed at length in the beginning of Parashas Miketz, all the allusions to Mizmah Pe'alef. They're saying, the Misani Hashem, those who hate Hashem deny him, that's Paroi, who says, Lo Yadati, as Hashem Mi Hashem. And Yosef fed Paroi, from the from the best um, chita, meaning he supported Paroi by saying and helping him survive the rav, and he shouldn't have, because really So we shouldn't be in Mitzrayim, and we shouldn't be beholden to Mitzrayim, and even though there's a rav, as the Mizmar says, Hashem can, um, Hashem can support us, sustain us. Like he did by May Mariva. And like he brought the tzor, he brought the dvash out of the tzor, which is dry. So here you think you need Mitzrayim, because Mitzrayim has the Nile River. But Hashem could bring the water out of the rack and bring the dvash out of the tzor. So why are you giving the chel of chita to the enemy, who's mechachesh b'ashem? Okay, that's a, one of the ideas in Mizmah Pe'alef. And to remind you, we have Mizmah Kufmim Zayin. Also, the Chilev Chitim, some Givu Lech Shalom Chilev Chitim Yasbiech, that the Chilev Chita is for the Givu Lech, it's for Yushalayim, but Yushalayim Hashem, Nitri Yisrael Lechan, it's not for Mitzrayim. So, why are we giving the Chilev Chita to Mitzrayim, right? So, there it says Dvash, okay? So, here Yaakov is sending Dvash in the story of, of this, this competition between Yosef, who's now identified with Mitzrayim, and um, the alternative is the lechem of Eretz Yisrael, or the lechem that comes to those who turn to Hashem. So, okay, dvash figures here, right? And also, perhaps even the the lashon umitzur, dvash as bieka, is like maat tzori and maat dvash. So, so that's play on words. The, the tzor could turn into dvash. Okay. And the truth is, the truth is that this idea. This idea of, of of the kind of food that we that Bnei should be sustained by. So in Mizmor Pe'alef, what it says is, listen to Hashem and He'll sustain you. Mm-hmm. And we have the same thing as we mentioned in Mizmor Kufmem Zayin. Um, Hashem who makes it rain, uh, He sustains Yushalayim with Chelev Chitim. That's as opposed to Mitzrayim where it doesn't rain, etc. And similarly, Mizmor Lama Gimel, three Mizmorim that we've been that we've been reaching to all the time, it's also the same thing, it's right? it talks about how Hashem sustains people in a hunger, uh, Hashem sustains people in a hunger, who are Yireh Hashem, right? That's, that's something we discussed a lot at the beginning of Parshish Mikitz. Now, what I, want, what I want you to notice is, look at these three, so see, these three Mizraim have come up again and again and again, and they all have the same idea. A lot of the same ideas, a lot of overlap, a lot of overlap between the Mizraim, and they all talk about the same idea about who has, who do, who's is sustained by Hashem and how, in contrast to the the people that get sustenance in the in the deficient way, which is not dependent on Hashem. Okay, those are the three mizmorim. All deal with the same themes, and they all talk about mikits. No, you don't you're not agree. I'm, they're not they're not weighting them the same way. They're... What? No, but but they all have the, but they all have a mizmorim gimel, shaker asos, and and. Um, in Hashem, we have those are the ones who are going to survive the Rav, 
In Mizbe Pe'alif, we have, don't bow to Be'il Nechor, Hashem will take you out of Mitzrayim and, and, and sustain you. As we Kofim Zayin, Lebigwasus Yechpot, as Hashem will say, we have Me'achim Lechastoy. Yeah, there's different, different, like you said, right? They, they weight the things differently. It doesn't mention but, rain. It doesn't mention rain. It doesn't mention grain, but it does mention rain. It does not mention grain. What doesn't? Directly in Kofim Zayin. Sure, it does. Chilev Chitim. Oh yeah, okay, okay, okay. yeah, yeah. No, there's definitely going to be things. There are things that figure in some, not the other. But 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 the weight of the of these three together and, and their associations with Mikates have been well established. And one of the things we noticed was that the beginning of those three mizmarim, they all start with this call to zim to song. Okay, so let's see. So it's like, oh, it's good to be mezamer to Hashem. Mm-hmm. That's Lamed Gimel. And Pe'alev is Aninu Su'uzin right? And now, lest you think that, okay, it's Tehillim. This is very normal. It's actually not. I look through Tehillim. It's not this business of like, okay, pick up the instruments and sing to Hashem. It's a good thing. It's not. No, I know. You think it's a very Tehillim thing. But the Maisa... There are a few other Mizraim that maybe qualify. Of course, you have Halaluka, which is a little different knage, and you have Shiul Hashem Shechad, which is also a little different knage. But this exact style of like, okay, it's good to sing to Hashem, or it's good for Tzadikim to sing, pick up the instruments. You know, this particular Nusach, I think is maybe only these three, maybe one or two more that are like that. Ayin Sham. Akaponim, that was one of the things that linked... Kinar is mentioned there in all three. Kinar is in all three, right? And, right, which is interesting. Yeah, there was also another three? No. Are you able to get me some water? Yeah. Thank you. Just don't Kofim touch Zayin this. Have what? I don't think Kofim Zayin has nails. The other ones have nails. But they all have kinner. Handle Hashem Besoyed Nezam Lokin Bechinner. Okay. Right, so Kofim Zayin doesn't have nails. All right. So it looks close, like. though. Okay, so listen to this. Now, but they all have Zamra. Yeah. So now, going back to our Pasuk, and they all talk about the two aratzis. I mean, the two, at least the two. Um, they all talk about arats. They all have the arats. Mizmor Lamed Gimel doesn't express uh, doesn't explicitly contrast Eretz Yisrael with Eretz Yisrael. Okay, but it does talk about the arats. And here we have um, Zimras Aretz. So Yaakov is saying, take from the Zimras Aretz. Zimras Aretz means according to Targum. Rashi says the things that they sing about mm-hmm. in the arats. Now, why? So basically, it's like this: so that you have these three mizmorim, which um, have this call to song, and the call to song is about this theme of who Hashem supports and how we can get supported. Why is this theme dafka prefaced with a call to song? I don't know. But like this idea about the contrast in Eitzol and Mitzrayim, and the fact that Eitzol can be wonderful, and it's superior to Mitzrayim to be supported from Hashem through Yira and Dvar Hashem. Um, why is that something Dafka that, that is associated with the song? I don't know. I really don't know. It's an interesting question. I think it's a very interesting question. But uh, I would think that maybe it has to do with the Zimras Aretz. That Yaakov is sending a message over here, right? We have this whole competition between the Lechem of Mitzrayim and the Lechem of Bnei Yisrael. And now they're dependent on Mitzrayim. But here there's a message, and there seems to be a tension between them, right? There's, there's the Mitzri Mahalach, and then there's the Shvatim, and they're clashing. Eventually they're going to reconcile and work together. That's about to happen. They're going to eat Lechem together. That's, going to lead, that's leading into this, this uh, mutual 
relationship where they actually come back together and, and as we've been discussing, everything's going to be great. But foreshadowing the fact that there's going to be some resolution to this tension between the bread of Eretz Yisrael and the bread of, of Mitzrayim, Yaakov sends some of the food from Eretz Yisrael, which is Zimra Sa'aretz, which is the thing that makes us um, sing about the Aretz. So these Mizmorim that talk about Zamr Ledekeinu, and and um so that that's this theme about um about the Zimras Arts, the song of the arts. Okay. And right, so that's what he's like he's teaching. There's a message to the brothers or and or to Yasef that uh, we have what to sing about in our Mahalach of the being dependent on Hashem. Whether Sarah who plays the Kinar <laughs> He said, "No theme is around there's a kinar." So I suspect I started suspecting that maybe that's where we get Sarah. The Zimras arts, in other words, basically the resolution of of this of this tension is all, is expressed in Tehillim as a mizmor where you sing and you have a kinar. So, the message to Yaakov should be done either either play him mizmor lamed gimel or mizmor peyalim or kofem zayim. I'm saying magid varv liyakov who comes to Israel. So uh, that's one of the environment. and those always those require a keynote. Yeah. So there, there you go, right? Uh, anyways, imagine those Kofim Zayin, but that doesn't have a yeah. name. <laughs> well, that I think it's interesting. You said all three have keynote. That's why they chose keynote yeah. because at least, because all three have a keynote. <laughs> that's what they were shot in those in that. Okay, that could very well be the pshat. So they could be the pshat. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, of course, this could go both ways. In other words, the, the measures developed based on these mizmarim, or, or the mizmor said kina because Sarah played a kina. So they, the, all the mizmarim that are about this story have a kina. That could also be. Anyways, okay, but now we have a question over here. Um, yeah, okay. There's one other thing over here which you have to notice, which is, oh yeah. So here we have the thing. We have this idea that like, oh, we don't. We have the zimras arts. Zimras arts in these mizmarim. What's the song of the Aretz? That and um, right? But the Maisa were going down to Mitzrayim. So what's going on? Yeah, <laughs> here you have the Zimras Aretz. The song of Eretz Yisrael is that Eretz Yisrael is self-sufficient. We depend on Hashem. We don't need Mitzrayim. Aha, but we do need Mitzrayim, right? So the Maisa, what do we need Mitzrayim? We'll look at Parak Mem Gimel Pasuk Beis. Ma'at. Ma'at. Yeah? And there's another ma'at over here, which is that he sends ma'atri, ma'at vash, right? So I would suggest like this. If the Zimras Aretz, the song of the Aretz, which is that Eretzol has its own lechem, and Hashem takes care of Eretzol, and his Nidche Yisrael, and Bani Yishlam Hashem, and he's saying, Gevulei Shalom, Chilip, Chitim, Asbech. Okay, I, we're going down to Mitzrayim. Teretz is Ma'at Oichel. That's a Teretz. But, um, we're good. The long run, this is the Mahalach is Eretz Yisrael. There's this temporary deviation. Mzolnish Meinin, that now we're going to Mitzrayim, we're switching flags. No. Really, we are, we have the Mahalach of being supported by Hashem. But ma'at oichel. If that's the case, so it's very much like a mizmor pei aleph where it says kimat evei machnia lu amishemei li yisrael b'tzorcha yaleichu. So Hashem will support you, not Mitzrayim. 
I what's going to happen to the enemy of Mitzrayim? Kimat. I mean, it's, it's it, uh, he, he clearly has some ascendance. He clearly has some power, but only a little bit. And if we're in a little bit of time, and if we don't worry about them, um, just deal with them. At. So similarly, we have this. Yaakov, the, the one second, the subliminal message of the Zimra Sa'aretz is all we need from you guys is Ma'at. Because pretty soon you're done. I, I'm going to ask you for some more. I'm very. Uh, why, yeah. should we need, why should we need anything at all from them if they're. Because Gach Grosser just don't, We don't know why, but the, in other words, we have to acknowledge the reality that uh, we need him, but we also insist that it's a, that there's something wrong with that, something so far from ideal, and therefore it must be that's only going to last for a short time. So you're saying that it's not, that it's not we do not have to assume that if, that if we need them at all, that it's because of a failing in us. And maybe it just, well, maybe it is. No, but, it, but given that it's a failing, okay. that means it's only, it's only temporary. Because that'd be failing, if it's truly a failing, either something wrong with the world or, in which case it's not a failing. I mean, if it's a failing, that means the world is supposed to tend towards, Hashem's world is supposed to tend towards fixing it. Yeah. So it's mat. Okay, so the message of Zimra Zaretz is Ma'at. All he has is Ma'at. Ma'at, um, sorry, Ma'at Tavash, because really Mitzvah Tavash has Whether Ma'at, sorry, is also another reference to, um, what's it called? To Kemat Eve Machneya Va'al Tzareyem Oshiv Yodi. Okay, so Ma'at, sorry, and the next Pasuk, Tashiv will be Yedichem. So I think it might be. So this guy, this enemy that that's, um, has the food, he should know that he's just a ma'at, and eventually it will be ashiv yadi, like you're bringing tashibu yadchem. You know, gets Hashem's hand is going to come back on him too. I think the, I think for sure Mizrah Pe'alaf is is playing on these pesukim. Again, so we have the ma'at and the the enemy. So ma'at sorry. Basically, it means the enemy is only there for a little bit, but eventually Hashem's hand is going to come back at him, and that's the next pasuk of Tashub Yadchem. And Ma'at Tavash is, you know, we're going to eat with him, but just just having a small little meal, just a little, little bit of time, and then we're going right back to Israel. Okay? Yeah. I think it's very, very, very clear. And then let's go on to the next pasuk, Kesef Mishnah Kubi Yadchem. So right away, before we, before we get into the to the specifics of that buzzing. I want to point out that here we just got finished talking about a small mincha, a small amount of food, and now we talk about a lot of kesef, right? Double kesef. Okay? Point that out, but let's read the pasuk inside. Kesef Mishnah Kruviyadchem. So why double kesef? So there's two shot in here. Either they're taking two times the kesef that they took the first time. In other words, if the kesef, if it cost 50 kesef, whatever, for a, for a bundle, for a bushel, now they took a hundred per bushel because prices went up. Mm-hmm. Why is that interesting? The prices went up because our of Kavei Baaretz, and because you remember Yosef was engaged in price gouging, mm-hmm. so that, that so that this possibly saying, oh, now it's double the price, okay? And we'll see. There's a very interesting message in that as well, okay? And others say no. Kesef Mishnah just means besides for us a Kesef take another kesef. So in other words, according to the first part, they're taking three times the amount. The first time they brought a thousand kesef, now they brought 3,000 kesef because the price went up, doubled, so 2,000 kesef arrived, plus the thousand kesef that you, uh, that was bantech, 
um, according to the first pshat, they only took 2,000. And the, what supports the first pshat, many people in this raya, is that if you look at Pasuk Tezvav, it just describes that they took Mishnah Kesef. It doesn't say three times. It doesn't say Mishnah Kesef plus the Kesef Hamushav. So apparently Mishnah Kesef is inclusive of the of the Kesef HaShabah Abdechayseichem. So Mishnah Kesef means a second Kesef. And then he says, take a second Kesef um, to buy with. In other words, so Yosef is like this. You know, to do purchases, don't use the first Kesef for your purchases. Rather, take a second Kesef Mm-hmm. that you can use for purchases because the first Kesef I want you to return. Mm-hmm. And then when the Pasuk says they took Kesef Mishnah, that's Kailul, the first one as well. But here it's explaining, take a second one because the first one I want you, you're going to return, Ula Meshkehu. Okay. Now just Agav, the fact that the Kesef is Beyedchem, it's like the Pasuk says Vitzarata Kesef Beyedchem, but also, I think, and the say this, that the point is take it and, and be ready to pay. In other words, be ready, be, have it um, available to show that you want to return it. That's biyadchem. Okay. Now let's so no, going back to the point that started. So he's telling them take maat tzvi maat and a lot of money, double the amount of money, right? So in order to understand this contrast, uh, we have to get back into the question of what's this whole business of the kesef. We have to understand what was this whole drama of the kesef, right? What was Yosef trying to achieve? Kesef ended up coming back. What's this all about? So we discussed the following. I won't go into all the Pratim because this is things we've done already, but we'll talk about what's relevant to, to, to this Pasuk. The message to them, yes, we're doing the Kesef to them, is that they have an unhealthy relationship with Kesef. They sold Yosef for Esrim mm-hmm. Kesef. And um, we're going to get back to the Pesukim and Kehelas that are relevant to this parasha where there's this problem with the people who love Kesef as opposed to the the one who um, has the right perspective. So there's a whole fight over here about who has the wrong relationship with Kesef. Yosef tells him like this, you sold me for Esrim Kesef, you have a Kesef problem. Oyev Kesef, lo yispa Kesef, we'll see. So he gives him back the Kesef as if to say, you can never get enough Kesef. Uh, additionally, Yosef is suspect for um, for trying to amass Kesef, right? Which he does. In fact, he in fact amasses Kesef. But ultimately, he's going to support them. He's going to support his family. So, and um, which he's going to say the whole purpose of me being here was to support you. So he's giving them back the Kesef they, that they brought from him. There's two messages there. One message is, I don't want Kesef. I want to be supporting you. I'm not in this for the money. And the other message is, you guys have a problem with money. Okay? And there's two messages are, as we discussed, because there were two discoveries of the Kesef. There was one of them in the Moloin, mm-hmm. that was Levi, who opens his sack and finds the Kesef. And that's because he sold Yosef for Esim Kesef. So he's the Oyev Kesef, Lo Yispa Kesef. And as the Apostle says in Kehelas, the Soiva Lo Osher Nino Manech Lo Elishon. So in the Moloin, where everyone's going to sleep, Levi's the one who's up at night and feeding his animal because he's the Seva La'asher and Manich Lilishain. He's the Ashir. Why is he called the Ashir? Because he sold the for Esrim Kesef. And Esrim, again, Eser and Ashir, of course, go together. But Esrim is like double Eser. So that's a symbol of Aishir, I think. I, I assert. Yep, I know. And um, so that's one message in the Kesef is here Levi has the Kesef. 
because he because he wants kasef, and the other message of the kasef is Yosef doesn't want the kasef, and he's willing to give it back. Okay, those are, and therefore the two those are the two discoveries of the kasef. So now, okay, so now what's going on over here is like this. What about Yosef's problem with kasef? What? What about Yosef's problem? With no. So by giving it back, he's saying I don't, I don't. He's trying to say I don't really care about kasef. I really want to support you. Why is he doing the whole kasef thing? Because he's under power. He has to work for power. He has to do what's in power's power favor. Power wants the kasef. And the thing, the thing is that Yosef knows things about power that power himself doesn't know because of Misa. It's Yosef's idea, but okay, that takes us back to the chaloimus and things, right? So now, when they're giving it back to, they're giving back the kasef. What's their message? We don't want the kasef, right? This is the whole fight. No, we don't want kasef. We don't want kasef. Um. So let's see. Let's see what it says in Kalas about this. So that's the thing. I think the ma'at oichel, the ma'at three ma'at vash. All we want is ma'at oichel, and and we don't want kasef. Everyone's everyone's kids. Everyone's giving everything back. But Yaisi was saying, you take the food. You want kasef. I don't want food, and I don't want kasef. And they're like, we don't want kasef, and we don't want food. Basically, we just want ma'at oichel, and we'll give you all the kasef back. Mishnah kasef. Okay, look. Take a look at Kehelas Perakay. Kehelas Perakay, which is all about this parsha, we discuss constantly. There it says like this. Let's look at this pasuk first. Okay, so you have pasuk Tas about the Ayev Kesef who can't be satisfied. Okay, well let's look at pasuk Yud Aleph. Mesuka Shinasa Oyved Imaatim Habeyechel. Someone who works, whether he eats ma'at or harbe, sleeps sweet, has a sweet sleep. So ironically, the asher who has more can't sleep, right? So we spoke. This is Levi, who um, is up at night in the Malayin. while the Oive doesn't have to eat a lot. He he sleeps sweetly. So that's their message over here. The message is that we don't we don't need maharbe, right? They said maat, maat tavash, because all we need is maat oichel. All we need is maat oichel because um, we're not looking for sava and ashiras. That's not what they're interested in. Well, Yaakov says this also. He's the one who says the lechem lechav reagid levosh. Right. Like a gear. Right. Need a little. Yeah, only a little. Right. He's not looking for soiva, he's looking for ashiras. Um, but instead they'll have masikas. So again, I want to say, I would suggest also that's the dvash over here. It's a reference to masikas. Ma'at dvash. Ma'at dvash is like the ma'at in harbe, yoichel. If, you, if, you if you're the right perspective, then even ma'at can lead to masikas. So, 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 so the whole debate over here is revolving around the perspective around kesef. Yosef is saying, you guys are money hungry. And your stomachs are very hungry. You want a lot. Of, you still want a lot of tua. You want a lot of oisher, right? And you see the last pasuk over there in, in Kehelas also. I'm two pasukim prior. Oyev kesef lo yispa kesef miyavim lo yisfua. So there's the person who lo- loves kesef and is never full and never enough tvua. If you want a lot, so they're like. So this is what the charge against the shvatim is, and they're saying no, we don't want the kesef. In fact, we don't even want hamoyn tvua. We just want a maat, and the faket will have great sweetness from the maat. So that's the remnants of the maat tavash. Now I want to show you other things. Oh, so then just right. So Mishnah Kesef 
is like returning the Esrim Kesef, because Esrim is double of 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and therefore Mishnah Kesef, okay? Fine. Now I want to show other things in Kehelis of the Parakeh, which are related, which are, seem, to be, seem to be related to this whole story. Things are not absolutely clear, but the, the, the Ramazim and the Tzushal seem to be compelling. The exact, the exact lambdas, how this all comes together is, is not so clear to me. But I'll show you, so what I'm going to show you is just show you a few Pesukim in Kehelas, which seem to connect to this story, and they're in, that, in, that, in Parakeh, okay? So let's take a look at, obviously, the beginning of Parakeh, we spoke about so many times, um, how it relates to Yasef, so we don't have to view that. Um, yeah, I want to look at Parakeh Pazak Zayin. Im Oishik Rosh Vigez on Mishpat Vetzelik Tirv Amadina Altis Malachifetz. So according to some of the version that I saw, it means the following. If you see the abusing of the, the Rosh and the denial of Mishpat and Tzedek in the Medina, don't be shocked. So basically, if you see petty officials who, who do all sorts of um, corruption, don't be shocked because they have people above them who are doing the same thing to them. That's what the Mufarsh Maiz which I think is a very good shot. That basically, don't be surprised that the people in power are abusive because they have people above them who are abusing them. So everyone's abusing everyone. So middle of there, that's why they're abusive, you know? Yeah, very good shot. Corruption. <laughs> Corruption starts at the top? Starts at the top, and the lower guys are just corrupt. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's abusing whoever they can. So now let's go like this. So now Yosef is, the brothers see Yosef doing Aishik, Rasha, Gezel, Mishpat, They're like, oh, he's framing us, and he's going to take our... Take us and our Hamurim as Avadim, right? The whole thing was a framing. The whole thing was Oishik of Rush and Gezel of Mishpat and Tzedek. So what's Pshat? Why is Yosef being so abusive? The answer is because Gavayamal He is under Pari. You know what you know Pari is like? Now the question is, right? And because it's all come, we're blaming on Pari. Pinning the blame on Pari all starts on Pari's bad meters. But take a look at the next Pasik. Maybe really. Who's the real king of Mitzrayim? Yisrael Eretz Bakolu Melech Lesoda Nevad. Even the Melech is an Eved to the Soda, meaning ultimately the whole kingdom of Mitzrayim and the whole Malucha depended on the Soda. Right? And Yosef is the one who controls the Soda. So maybe he's the real king of Mitzrayim. Okay? And maybe he's the, maybe the buck stops at Yosef. That's the, that's the debate over here. So who's to blame? And the truth is, the truth is, the truth is, I'm saying, I don't know, again, like I said, I have to work this all out, but the truth is, in the story where Yosef is abusive towards the brothers by framing them, that's what they think he is, but ultimately he says, nah, everything's good. I have your money, it's fine, God gave it to you, which means he's not being, he's not doing Aishik, right? So maybe that's the shock of attack. Originally, it seems like he's doing Aishik and an Altisma, by the way, Altisma, I forgot to say, Altisma, says, by Yismahu is Shalachim, when they found the money, they're by Yismahu. What's going on? Is someone framing us? But no, Altis Malachevitz. Why would we be surprised someone's framing you? He, the, that official is, is he's, he's being near death by the higher official. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, Lemaise, he wasn't framing them. Why? Because actually he's the highest position in the whole time. So if he has good meters, mm-hmm. that, that works. doesn't matter. He does, he's not beholden to power. Power yeah. is beholden to him. They thought they're going to assign this is how much time it is. It turns out he's... Exactly. They thought that, that, that power is conveyed the nature of a time. So therefore, with the Altis Malachevitz, it shouldn't be so surprising. But it was surprising, I mean, it was, and it wasn't actually true that the Yosef was abusing them because he's actually the, the, real, the real power there. Except he's Aishik. He's Aishik the Mitzrim. Ah, so he's Aishik the Mitzrim. 
but he's not Aishik, his brothers. Okay, that's okay. interesting. So in other words, he's like Mitzrayim, basically sort of, but what that, what that suggests, like I said, we have to work this out, this is new ideas, we have to see. But that suggests like this, Klape Mitzrayim, Parah is the king. This whole business that the real king of Mitzrayim is Yosef is only Klape Bineisom. No, in other words, he's going to allow Parah to retain his kingdom. Okay, why did he do that? Say that. That yeah, the that's the old time. Right? It's the same old time. Why is doing Shlomo Pai, right? Exactly. Okay. Um, now, one more thing. A few more things. Three more, two more things. Um, ya- Yaakov says, give back the Kesef, Ulai Mishkehu. Maybe it's a Mishke. Now, we look at the Mishke business. Look at Pasuk Hey. Perek Hey, Pasuk Hey. Not a good excuse. You can't say it's a Shkago. Now, what, what can't you say it's a Shkago? Right? So here, Yaakov is saying it's a Mishke. And here in Kels it says, not, you don't claim it's a Shkaga. Now, what's the problem? From, from this parak, from this Tushtel, uh, it suggests that there was a major taina against the brothers here. And you look at Pasuk Gimel and Parake in Kels, Pasuk Gimel and Dalid, that uh, introduced Pasuk hey. What it says over there is that if you owe money, or if you take a vow to give money, don't delay. You have to pay. So now they're coming back. A long time later, they were with Samea, right? Lula Hismamonu. They were with Samea. And they come back a long time later and they say, Ah, you know, we want to give back this money because it was a Mishke. So where were you till now? Yeah, it's a big time. What do you mean, Some of the Farsham asked this, by the way. Well, they use this to explain certain. The, the way they presented the story was not quite like it happened. And some of them say, Yeah, because they were trying to give it a tarot. Why they didn't return it? Why did they return it? They were Baderech Bamolin. It's not like they only found it when they came home. Baderech Bamolin. You can't return it. It's like, oh, we had to come back anyways to get more food, so we returned it. No. What would have happened otherwise? So it's Taina. I don't know if it's, you know, what the answer is, if the Taina turned into anything, but from this Tzushtal to Kahela, since it's here, right, where it's about the Mishka and the Shkaga, and here it's about you, you are actually incriminating yourself um, don't think you're not incriminating yourself. You are by returning it, maybe. And the Chicago argument doesn't hold water because you're late. That's what it suggests over here, and that that all fits in very nicely. I don't know what you know what the ramifications are, but it, the parallel is striking. Okay, and then in the end of Parag Dalid, the last pasuk in Parag Dalid talks about to be careful when you go to Beis Kim and be you should be closer to listen than to give a carbon. So the fools don't listen. And then they bring a carbon to be mechaper, and you're better off listening. That's a difficult pasuk. You know, last the Gemara talks about it, but here it says in our parak it says they they return the money. It said lo yodanu misam kaspedu amtochiseinu, lo yodan, right? So they did raw. They took the kasef, <laughs> but they don't even. They don't. They can't even. Uh, I want to say they don't. They don't even. They don't even have a good way to present their evil. In other words, when they're coming back, Tesak Silam Zevach is like this. Here they're coming back and giving a mincha to be mechaper. But they should have listened in the first place. Why? Because even when they're coming back, they're not even doing a good kapar. Because, like, we don't know how this happened, and they're coming back late. So maybe they should have been Shemeya in the first place. Shemeya is what Yaisif all he ever wanted was Shemuna. So, Korav the Shemeya with Tesak Silam Zevach, they should have been Shemeya instead of brought their Zevach and mincha to, to make up for their foolishness. Because the ra, the, the ra itself is with this lack of idea, and then they come and say shkaga, and 
doesn't work. Shimia when? When he said Shimura? Yeah, back when he said Shimura. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying the reason why the, the curve of the Shemaya yeah. is that had they only been Shemaya, the, the two alternatives to Shvatim were they could have been Shemaya when he said Shimura. Instead, they weren't. And that led to all sorts of problems. And now they're trying to make up for it by bringing the Mincha, which is like a Zavach. And um, at the same time, they're not taking responsibility for what they did. They're saying, I don't know how this Kesev got there. Um, and they're not bringing it back either. So they're, they're, not, even, they're, not, even, they're not even doing the Ra with the Gesund Ta'ifin. Which is interesting. No, no. I don't know what this Eni Ben Lassiz Ra means, but it is interesting how the, the, the few Pesukim later, it says, don't claim Shkago. Right? So Shkago is not a good excuse. So Enam Yoidim Lassiz Ra is the same thing as Shkago, right? It's like, you're doing Ra, but you're not even amazed on the Ra. Like, Chach be amazed, and then maybe you'll... You'll fix it, but like, just say, ah, I don't know, I don't know how this happened. It's a mishka. There's like big tightness against that because then maybe you should have been here earlier and whatever. All sorts of other claims it could be on, on mishka. Okay, I, I, again, like I said, I've never worked that at all. The one, another thing I want to say is like this: they were afraid, right? It says, and then when they brought back their money, we'll see if you took them later. Tells them alti ro, alti ro, because they were afraid, right? Okay, now, don't be afraid. Your God and the God of your fathers gave a matmoin. Okay, now what does that mean? Does it mean a miracle? Some say, we'll, we'll see when we get there. But the Pasuk suggests, he's telling them, don't be afraid. Rather, it's from a lekechem. So now that suggests that maybe you should be afraid. Don't be afraid of me, but be afraid of this wondrous thing that Lekechem did. And this is supported by the Pasuk that says, So, Lekechem gave a matmoin. So that's a remnant of that Pasuk that if you seek like a matmoin, what you get is Yeres Hashem. So the fact, in other words, in the Pshad is saying, don't fear me, your God did this wondrous thing. So fear him. And talking that Pasuk says, fearing Hashem, you have to seek like a matmoin. Then your name, I just want to bring out that here in Kehel it says Parakei Pasuk Pasuk Hey Pasuk Vav Kisel Kim Yira Right? Fear Hashem Parakei Pasuk Vav and Gals Fear Hashem Elikim Yira and Kim Yira figures a lot in this Yosef story but also particularly over here in the Matamoyin that they were that they said it's a Shkaga is supposed to lead them to fear Hashem because he's telling them don't don't fear don't be afraid of me Rather, this came from Eli Kim, and therefore, as I said, fear him. Okay, leave it at that. What? Yeah. What about it? He has dreams. He yeah. He interprets dreams. He has lots of Havalim. Yeah, 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 for sure. He talks too much. Talks too much, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's all, then, all, all the things. He gets to Kiesel Kim, you know. Right, right. Kiesel Kim, you know. Right.